It is Sunday, March 12th, approximately 7 o'clock, and it's finally out. The brackets have arrived. We're going to give you some initial thoughts and reactions, like we promised from the last show. Best time of the year. It's March. Let's get into it. Hey. Yeah. Tell them that story you're telling me. And now for our feature presentation. Here we go. Starting off right off the bat, hottest team in the tournament, in my opinion. I wouldn't want to play Duke right now. Yeah, I hear you on Duke. As much I as just, I, I hate to say it, but they look good. Dude, and I really also thought I thought UVA was going to kill them. I had a good betting weekend on the Purdue overs. I didn't touch it today because I got my fucking teeth kicked in yesterday. But I would not want to be Duke. Or I would not want to play Duke at all. I think that well, they're strong. They're getting they've somehow gotten healthier as the fucking years come on and they're playing good team basketball and honest to God, their region, who do they really have to I and Marquette's a two seed. They gotta beat Purdue. Which I don't know. I will say this, and Duke has looked like a completely different team now that Jeremy Roach is healthy. Yeah. Uh, their first round matchup though. With Oral Roberts, that's really interesting. Oral Roberts, if you remember from last year, they still have Max Acemus. Yep. Another great guard. Him and Roach are going to be going at each other all game. That's a really fascinating matchup. Oral Roberts, they beat Ohio State. Yeah. I, 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 They're not a stranger to upsets, and Max Acemus is exactly the type of guard you need if you're going to be a mid-major pulling up the upsets. But I do agree, Duke has looked really good. And it pains me to admit that. So looking at early lines, Duke is eight, seven and a half point favorites, which seems like too many points, to be honest. That seems like way too many points. I think they win the game. I just, just, I think if Duke gets hot right now and they're rolling in after, I didn't think they were going to win the ACC championship. I thought Virginia had it on locks. That would be my surprise. But some other stuff in the the East region that is interesting to me is I would not sleep on Louisiana beating Tennessee. Louisiana's deep. They've got a ton of size. Um, and I don't know. I just think that that team can run that team can run up and down the floor and they can make some things happen. The East region is really interesting for me. You mentioned Duke as your hottest team coming into the tournament. I actually got to go with a different team in that region, the Marquette Golden Eagles. I don't watch them in the Big East tournament, but their last two games, they had a terrific back and forth game with UConn that they dug out. And then they went out in the Big East championship game in Madison Square Garden. And they just took it to Xavier from the start. Yeah, it, <laughs> it wasn't much of a game. They, early early it, line on that game, Marquette, 12 and a half point favorites. Yeah, I think that's fair. Points. They were up 27 on Xavier at one point in the second half. Yeah, that's nuts. Xavier's um, not a bad team. 
No, they're not. Another team that's rolling is I think Memphis is the best eight seed in the tournament. They're going to end up playing. It's a crash course for Purdue to play Memphis, which I think will be an interesting game. I still think Purdue comes out of the East. It'll be Purdue Marquette. That's what I think is you're looking at there. I just don't see anything wild enough. I, I just don't. I don't, I don't know. I think Oral Roberts, as I mentioned, I think that's a dangerous 12 seed. And Memphis, I expect them to win. I agree there. But Florida Atlantic, that's a team that won. They've won 31 games this year. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of winning. It is a lot of winning. And sure, they don't play in the best conference. They don't play the toughest schedule. Thirty-one. If you win 31 games, you know how to win basketball games. It's true. It's very true. I definitely think we have some interesting, especially statistically, I think we have some very interesting stuff. I already tell you that Duke Oral Roberts matchup. Oral Roberts is ranked third out of every single team in this tournament in points per game. They score 84 points a game. We like the over. <laughs> if yeah. I had to tell you that out of all these one seeds, there's only one of them that's in the top 10 in scoring offense, and it's Alabama. Yeah, I was I don't know why I was gonna guess Kansas, but Alabama makes more sense. Alabama's We'll get there in a second, but that's interesting. That's a hell of a stat pool right there. I think that's yeah. something that's really not being talked about is a lot of these teams, the number one teams, they apparently they're not scoring at the rate that these other teams are. Houston, yeah. only one seed that's actually in the top ten in defense. They're in the top five. They're second in defensive efficiency. They're only averaging fifty six points a game. They're allowing. I think that's something that's going to be incredibly important down the stretch playing these other teams. Yeah. Also, Oral Roberts, though, hasn't played the same level. Like, you can put up 84 a game when you play Sisterhood of the Blind. But oh, I agree with you, though. That's still, it's caught, like, you still have to score, no matter what. So, yeah. that's a good stat, though. I think I, it's am, interesting when we have a team like Loyola Chicago a couple years ago. Remember, they yeah. came into the tournament, and everyone's saying they're shooting at about 45%, and everyone just disregarded that. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting that you have a team that's putting up almost 84 points a game. Yeah, so you, but you can cut that. You can cut it by 10%. That's These guys might just shoot really well, and we've seen it all the time. You have a team that comes in, and they just play. They're still hot. Yeah, and Oral Roberts, they've been here before. They won a game in last year's tournament. They've got um, the experience. And they went, on a two years ago. they went on a big one two years ago. Duke, it's Jeremy Roach and a bunch of freshmen and a first-year coach. First-year head coach. I was just going to say that. All right, that's the East. All right, so who are you guys picking to come out of the East? I think – I think there's going to be some upsets in the middle of that bracket along the way, but I think ultimately it ends up being pretty chalk. I think you get Purdue Marquette with a trip to the final four on the line. And I think that's a fascinating matchup. Obviously Purdue, they're going to play through Zach Eady, their seven, four center, great player, but Marquette, not a huge team. They don't really have that big post presence. And I actually think that kind of helps them because they're used. They always have to, they're used to having play with their guards pinching down. You got, their guard, they do, did it a lot against Xavier where they had Tyler Kolick kind of cutting back door almost as they, if you're, when they were trying to lob it up to the big to get a yeah. handoff, he would cut in between the big and the basket. So I actually think that could be a really interesting matchup. And I think Marquette is probably fairly well equipped to deal with Zach Eady. Obviously, he's a different whole different level of challenge the other thing too is purdue got exposed and i mean they were up 17 today in the big 10 championship and penn state should have won that game in my opinion the interesting thing though is if you speed purdue they can do nothing against a good press like they've now proven that back-to-back games that 
they just can't do anything against the press. And I'm sure they'll come up with some clever break. And But it's still, it's just, it was so interesting to see that. And it's been there, it's been their Achilles heel all year. It's what Indiana did to them twice. They just sped them up. It'll be interesting. I have Purdue coming out of it. I just think they're, I don't think Purdue... I don't think Purdue loses to anyone. I think the biggest people that are the biggest team that would give them some challenge. I think if they inevitably get Duke or Marquette, but other than that, I think they're going to run away with it. To be honest, that kid, that Zach Eady kid has got to be the player of the year in the country. He's just a stud. The one concern though, and you mentioned one concern with press, the press and Purdue's relying on freshmen, two freshman guards and Smith and Fletcher lawyer. Yeah. So that could definitely be a factor. And also, if you can get Edie into foul trouble at all, it hasn't happened much in the Big Ten. There's competing theories as to whether that's because Edie doesn't foul or because Big Ten refs refuse to call fouls on him. Yeah. Then it's a whole different game. I actually think Marquette was my hottest team in the tournament. I like them to beat Purdue and make it out of the East region. Kyle? I'll play devil's advocate here. I think both of those are pretty likely that that could happen. But I think... If anything's going to break down, I think Memphis could give Purdue a shot. I think that's, right. Purdue's going to have that first round, most likely. We can never say anything after Virginia got upset. But I think Memphis can give them a run for their money. And I think Tennessee is someone nobody's talking about. They've played Alabama. They've played the number one team in the tournament. Allegedly, people are saying. I, I think Tennessee might be able to put a little run together here and at least make it to the end of the East. Is that So who do you have coming out? I'm going Tennessee. Wow. All right. I like, all right, moving over to the West, number one seed, Kansas. They're going to kill Howard. I don't even know what the line is. 21 and a half. Holy shit. That's a lot of points. I think this 8-9 Arkansas-Illinois matchup will be really interesting. I think Arkansas is a really good team. The 5-12, St. Mary's VCU. I think VCU scary. I watched them in their conference championship. They look pretty good. I think both teams are scary. I do too. But I... <clears throat> Honestly, was a little surprised that St. Mary's was a five. They had a good year, but a five seed, I don't know. I thought TCU was a little bit better this year than St. Mary's, but I actually think St. Mary's is a little underseeded at five. Really? I think they're I think they're underappreciated nationally. It's an experienced team. They know what they want to do. They went into the kennel and beat Gonzaga this year. That's true. They did. I think that St. Mary's is definitely underseated. I think that the five seed is going to play to their advantage. I think a lot of teams might overlook them when they get to them. And I think it gives them for a good chance to knock out Kansas before they have to get out of there. Yeah. So here's my favorite personal matchup. UConn, Iona, Rick Pitino is going to win the national championship. It's, uh, it's inevitable. We all should just take our futures out now. It's nuts, dude. This is They said something like this is his 26th tournament appearance, which is like a record or something ridiculous like that. Um, I, UConn's a really good team, though. But I think it's I think it's fun that Patino's back in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Rick Patino is just about as mentally unstable as Papa John. So <laughs> I think that's was, definitely a matchup we need to keep our eyes on. Does Papa John sponsor those team pizza parties or not? We should look into that. It was great watching Iona get that win to get into the tournament. Got to f- see that classic Rick Patino fist pump again. Oh yeah. It actually gave me goosebumps. I was like, oh, shit, like, Patino's back, baby. Also, this is a little bit of a tangent, but this is a stepping stone. He's going to get another Power 5 job offer after this. Like, he's going somewhere bigger after taking Iona to the fucking tournament. Uh, Syracuse. 
No, nah, I thought they said the assistant. What an interview! But I thought they said the assistant. But I that would be that would be yes. Syracuse yeah. has already named their next head coach, and Patino. I see him in the Big East. I do too. That's his style of basketball. I guess he's got an opening. St. John's has got an opening. St. John's would be interesting for him. Quick line, Iona is nine and a half point dogs. We'll be taking Iona to beat UConn. Anyway. Um, be, be careful with that one. UConn. They're uh, good. I know. They're, but they were they were one of the favorites early in the season. If they can, it's they got a lot of talent on that it's roster. My, it's my emotional. I love. It's my Rick Patino play of the year. I would, I would love to, I would love you to be right. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> He's so funny. Gonzaga Grand Canyon. I don't. Gonzaga's gonna beat them. This is your annual reminder that Grand Canyon University is, in fact, a real university. It's a real school. It's not just an online university. I did when it popped up. I did that. I was like, wait, oh, they have a whole bunch of sport. I know they have women's softball. Anyways, Northwestern Boise State. I don't know a ton about Boise State coming out of. What is their cop mountain? Don't know a ton about them. I think North. I think Northwestern probably gets out of that fine. Being a Big Ten team, seen all that they've just played better talent. The UCLA game. I don't know. It was nuts to see them lose to Arizona in the Pac-12 championship, but they'll roll. They'll be all right. UNC making it into the tournament after all. Asheville. Yeah. Yes. The Asheville that is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna let you guys go first. You have coming out of the West. I don't know. I really like UCLA. I've liked UCLA all year, but I think, and I don't think it catches up to that away. The season ending injury to Jalen Clark, one of their starters, and then Adam Bona hurting his shoulder. Don't know how healthy he'll be. I think that catches up to them eventually. I don't think they are able to make it out of this region. I think Gonzaga's fallen off the radar this year. It's not as good of a team as they've had in the past there, but they still got a lot of talent. Drew Timmy, somehow still in college. I like Gonzaga to pick UCLA off and make it out of the West. All right, Kyle. I'm going to keep it simple. Uh, Kansas. Looking at it, this seems like probably the the least scary side of the bracket. I think the West definitely, to me personally, seems like the weakest quarter of the bracket. I think Kansas got a clear shot out. I am picking Arkansas to come out of the West. I just think that they're running gun. They're a big squad. They play good basketball. I think if they get hot, they can come out. I think it'll end up being Arkansas, UCLA. I know when they lose on what Thursday to Illinois, I'll I'll look back on this and hate myself. But I just I got talked into it, so I'm gonna roll. I'm rolling with Arkansas. Love All to right. see some respect on the SEC. I do. I do. Kyle's pointed. I do think this is a wide open. Oh, God, yeah. Every single analyst was like, for the first time ever, I really can't tell. I couldn't tell you. I really can't tell you who's going to win it. Interestingly enough, Kansas fans are actually unhappy about being in this quadrant. Because they took them out of Kansas, the one that goes to Kansas City. They took them out of the West region. Houston, the number number two overall seed, gets its pick of region over Kansas, and they slot into the Midwest, which takes us into that quadrant of the bracket. Any thoughts on that? I just think it's very much like the committee. The commi- also, they had this guy on, the committee guy, and I can't remember who asked him, but someone asked, one of the, one of the analysts, maybe it was Jay Billis, was like, hey, so like, 
how much do you take into account matchups and injuries and the guy? The answer should be none, right? You should do it strength of schedule. The guy was like, oh no, like we take that into serious consideration. And Jay Billis's face or whoever the comment or uh, uh, whoever the analyst was, you just saw it go blank. It was just like, no, nah, dude, that was but your answer there should have been no. Like that shouldn't make a difference. But taking Kansas away from Kansas City seems so is such bullshit. And especially with their seating are like they're a number one seat, whatever, but Yeah, but the issue is Kansas City is also the closest city for Houston. And because they had Houston one spot ahead of Kansas, they both wanted Kansas City, it goes to Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have would you say Kyle? I said I think it's a classic age old just because it's called Kansas City doesn't mean it's in Kansas. Yeah. Houston actually it's right there. The Texas fucking, get that the, far off. The final fours in fucking Houston. Come on. But all right, Midwest. Houston plays Northern Kentucky. I don't think we need to spend any time on that. Uh the Iowa Auburn game interests me very much because if Iowa's hot, Iowa can make some noise because they can score the hell out of the basketball. Yeah, Iowa can maybe win a game. Oh, they're not going to beat Houston. But I'm just saying, like, this 8-9 matchup is interesting in the sense that you'll get a good feeling for, I think, how SEC teams, other than Alabama's the – I'm not counting them. But you just get an idea of how SEC teams are coming into this, I think, if Auburn just absolutely blows the doors off Iowa or anything. My my issue with Iowa is – think they can win game but not much beyond that they're not a mentally tough program in my opinion when stuff starts to go wrong when the shots aren't falling they fold and that starts at the top with Fran McCaffrey their head coach he spends more time whining and throwing tantrums to the refs than he does coaching and that's why he's never made a sweet 16 and that's why he won't make the sweet 16 Henry tell us how you really feel there is no bias in that at all now is none there wasn't even a little bit there is no bit of big 10 bias there is no I'm a Wisconsin fan red coming out at that is an all-time take. The Badgers. That was great. The Badgers, who were not good this year, beat them twice. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Wait. Yeah, Wisconsin beat them twice, and they still – okay. That's something. Moving on, Miami Drake. Miami – Drake's a good – I've heard that they're high octane. I heard that that's a potential for an upset. But I like I, I, First thing, as soon as I looked at the bracket, I think – I immediately said Miami, I think, is – seated way too high and i think drake has a chance for an upset right away i don't think miami's as good as everyone says i am i think i'm on the drake train i need to i'm i need to sit down and do a little bit more research on before i make when i do when we do fill out our brackets and everything i'm with you kyle i think that's a i think that's a huge spot for an upset yeah going ahead and looking at more i think i think hands down to me the best game that's going to be in this first round i think is going to be penn state texas a&m I'm oh, really I agree. I'm really excited to watch that. Texas A&M, I was watching them the other day. They're explosive. They're fun. I think Penn State can also can match shoot. that energy. I think it's going to be a great matchup. And also, underrated part, great uniform matchup. A oh, great one. But also, Penn State can shoot the fuck out of the basketball. Penn State was a Penn State was a bu- very much on the bubble coming into the Big Ten tournament. And but then they things- went to the finals. All, yeah, all they did was win their way to the final and came within a shot. Of being a pool in, if that kid doesn't travel, it's not even his fault. It was a good contest, but it just – I was shocked. I'm not going to lie to you. I had yesterday – I 
the Indiana program can go away forever. Anyways, uh, yeah, screw you, Indiana, for that. But anyway, no, no bias there either. No, just the all the money I lost. But I just I couldn't. They in all the credit in the world, they came out and just shot the shit out of the ball. And that guard number twenty two, or I think he, yeah, I think he's a guard. No, he's not. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he's a stud. That kid's a stud. Yeah, Jalen Pickett is fourth in out of all these teams. He leads with seven assists a game he's averaging. He's only behind Yuri Collins, who's averaging 10 assists a game. Tyler Kolek from Marquette, who's got 7.9, and Marquise Noel with 7.7 from Kansas State. For a team that almost didn't make the tournament, this kid's a stud. Yeah. Yeah, Pickett can do it all. And the fact that he's in him and Tyler Kolek are two of my favorite guards in this tournament. It's going to be. I could talk about them all day. It's just going to be one hell of a game. It really is. And the play there is the over. Just they're all both going to score so many points. I was trying to find the line for that game. Also, two really really good and very likable coaches. Oh, super likable. Yeah, I think this is going to be a really exciting game. I think when you got a guy like Pickett who's able to just dish the ball, around i think it's that's a great shows you got team ball it's gonna be an exciting game i think penn state if they could get hot stay hot i could see them moving a couple getting through a couple rounds i'm I'm not i'm not sure who i want even want to win that game i think penn state i'm leaning penn state just because they looked i think been hot at exactly the right time but oh man if assuming texas beats colgate if texas a&m was able to get by penn state texas texas a&m in the second round that would be that'd be a great game yeah, I think either of these teams got a chance to make a run. And that's Penn. out of a 7 and a 10 seed. I think both of them have a chance to make a run. Yeah, so Penn State's getting two and a half, which I think is nuts. I think it should be a pick em, but I can't wait for that game. Look, there's not a lot of work getting done Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Just There's just not going to be. And it's the whole reason I put a TV in my office was for this time of year. Jumping back up, I hope Indiana gets beat by 1,000 points. But... They're not. They're going to beat Kent State. The- Indiana could put it together. They got you got. Chase I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, great player in the post. He was he's a game for is he number twenty three. Yes, dude. He came a lot around the baseline and just rose up. And I was like, oh, it's a layup, and just he's long as shit. Yeah, he's really he's just a st- look. I'm biased because of it, and Kyle, this is going to piss you off, but they're five and a half point favorites. <laughs> Not again. I've been down this road before. Don't, don't yeah. tell me. Um, record, I'm taking Kent State because... Oh, because of what they did? Yeah. Fuck you. Also, you got Jalen hood Shafino at point guard for Indiana, who's just... He's got such a smooth mid-range game. Gets to his spot, just rises up at the elbow and just knocks him down. And what do you need in the tournament? You need good play in the post, and you got that with Trace Jackson Davis, and you need good guard play, and you got that with Jalen hood Shafino for Indiana. If they can put it together, they could go on a run. Now, that's a big because really the only time they've played their best basketball this year has been their two games against Purdue. That's Yeah, that's very true. All right, who do you guys – I'll go first. Houston's winning this, as much fun as it is to talk about everyone else. Houston's absolutely winning this region. I would have said – Two days ago, I would have said absolutely yes. But because Memphis I, upset him? No, not oh. that even. Marcus Sasser, Houston's best player, their point guard, hurt his groin. 
in the semifinals of the conference tournament did not play against Memphis. And how healthy is he going to be? That's really a tough injury to play through at all for a guard with all the side-to-side movement you have to have both on offense and defense. If he's not good to go, that completely changes the dynamic of this Houston team. Yeah. So who you got coming? Really tough. I I honestly, I don't know for this one. I I feel like I got to pick a one. So at some point here, so I think I'll go with Houston, but if Seth can't go, I reserve the right to change that when I That's fair. I look, all this could change for me on on Wednesday. I think what we do is we give our Sweet 16 or we give our Sweet 16 Elite 8 Final Four champion. I think that's just what we do. I just this is very early off the rip reaction. Kyle, did you have Houston too? Yeah, I'm locking in Houston. The only thing I see that's even going to put up a chance of maybe knocking off Houston honestly is maybe Texas A&M. I think I don't see any. Really like, you, you like that matchup. Yeah. What I, about? Think, I think that's exciting. I think it's an exciting matchup. Texas and I think it's just going to be, they're fast. Don't forget, don't forget Texas down there too, either. They just beat Kansas by 20. Yeah, I am. I keep looking down there, but I just, I, for some reason I can't get behind. I just can't get behind the Longhorns. I this, just don't know is, why. This is, down podcast. this is a very much horns down podcast. Yeah. I should have stayed in the big 12. Don't be bringing that shit over to the sec. All right, to the south, Alabama's the one seed. Absolutely no surprise there. This Maryland-West Virginia game, I don't know a ton about West Virginia. I know Maryland was very up and down throughout the year. I know Maryland beat Purdue at one point as well, so I know that they're capable of, of big wins. I I don't know a lot of – I just don't know a lot about West Virginia. I didn't watch a ton of West Virginia basketball this year. Just my initial reaction, I think uh, – honestly, when I was looking at – just basic stats and stuff. I I think Princeton's got a surprisingly very good chance of knocking off Arizona. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're a slept on team. They're running efficiently. I think out of all the 15 teams, they might have the best chance of knocking off a two seed. I think. Yeah. I think they're pretty solid team. I really like. uh, They probably won't, but uh, you heard it here. Could happen. I really like Charleston to beat San Diego state. I think Charlotte. Who have they played? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. It doesn't matter who you played anymore. Yeah. Hey, anything can happen. It's March, baby. Let the madness begin. Thursday at 2 o'clock, anything can happen. (laughs) Thursday at 2 o'clock. Henry, any matchups stick out to you in this? I do that Maryland-West Virginia one, and that could be a potential – revenge game for maryland maryland had a similar it might have even been the same close same seed but they no it was a second round matchup i think but maryland uh, several years back now played west virginia in the tournament and west virginia won it was a game where the refs just let him play and that played to west virginia's advantage back then it was peak press virginia days i don't know kevin willard first year i like him like them squeaking by West Virginia, but I think that's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, no question. I think Baylor's a little slept on in this too. I think Baylor's a good squad. I also, if NC State can shoot like they did earlier on in the season, I like them to beat Creighton. That's such a weird 6-11 matchup to me. It's like, Creighton's fine. I don't know. Again, I should have done more research, but this is very much our initial take. I just don't, just based off of the school and the program history, I just like NC State to upset them. Um, don't over Creighton. Creighton is, they have not, they have 
they had a big stretch where they weren't playing to their potential, but they've been putting it together down the stretch here. And I think they're a team that's better than their record indicates. Uh, I'm just looking at, I think, a big, possibly a dark horse out of the side of the bracket. I think Mizzou. I love Missouri. I love their colors. I think Mizzou might be a dark horse that nobody's talking about. Talking about seven seed. They might be able to make a little noise, not a lot. They might make a couple peeps, but I can see them passing the first round. I think they're going to beat Utah State. And then depending what happens from there, we have a chance we could be seeing Mizzou-Princeton. Dude, that would be, first of all, that would ruin everybody. Did you just see the – they just put up the network. It's like slowly updating. So I'm I'm watching all the lines, right? And they're like slowly popping up the lines. So it's. I'll tell you this, you're going to be shocked. Missouri – Underdog, even though they're the higher seed. Two and a half points. I love March. Lock that in. There's so much money to be made if I can figure it out. Big S. Yeah, so I've got Alabama coming out of the South. Sorry to all that hype. And then I just, I don't know, man. Alabama's so good. They're just a bunch of shooters. It pains me to pick Alabama here with all the um, off-the-court stuff that's been on, I think the way they've handled it as a program in a university has been pretty disgusting at times. Agreed. But I really hope they get upset. But they've just looked so good. They're yeah. such an team. And I think Arizona is another really good team. Arizona can beat anyone, I think. But the issue is I just don't trust them to win a bunch of games in a row. You got Kirk Risa. He'll have one game. He's great. He'll shoot you into a game, and then he'll shoot you right out of the game, and that'll catch up to them eventually. I just can't trust Arizona to go on a big run, so I think it's got to be it's got to be Alabama. I agree, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong too. By the way, Henry, I agree. I think Alabama is probably the lock here. Just not going. Couple teams you look at maybe be Santa Barbara maybe can make some noise. <laughs> I obviously like Princeton. I hope Santa one thing, Barbara yeah. beats Alabama. <laughs> kind of hard to see anyone beating Alabama. Yeah, it's a tough one. Alabama looks like they got a pretty so, easy path. Uh, another fun fact for you, Kyle, about your Missouri pick: their last tournament win was in 2010. It, hey, they're overdue. Yeah. I'm, I'm, lo- I'm all over that. I'm all over Missouri in that game. I will be um, riding with Mizzou. All right. There are some gut initial reactions to what's going to be an insane t- from the conversation. You can clearly hear that no one really has a winner yet. On Wednesday, we, we will spend a good amount of the podcast talking about our Elite Eight. Sorry, our Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, and we'll all pick a champion at that point. Stay tuned for that. Um, it's boys, a- any final it's thoughts? Good. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great tournament. It's really wide open this year. I expect to see some good upsets, some un some unexpected runs. I can't wait to get into it. Huh? Yeah, just looking at it, I think my final thoughts. First shout out NCAA. This is probably one of the best NCAA Final Four logos I've seen. I think the Houston space theme, that's pretty sick. I'm looking forward to getting going. I think it's the best time of the year, right? <laughs> How many times can you look back and, you know, you're in school and the cool teacher turns it on for you to come watch in the classroom? It's March, man. Best time of the year. I'm excited to get going. Make sure if anyone actually is listening to this, you can go ahead and follow Wasted Wagers on Twitter. 
We have our old in-house boy, Luke, is going to be hosting his picks. So make sure to hedge everything he suggests because wager responsibly. That and just fade it all. Just take the opposite of whatever I say. A better, it's just a better way to, it's just a better way to go about it. Unless it's a, unless it's a Purdue over. Don't fade me on Purdue overs. I've hit all of them. Do the opposite of what Luke says is a good strategy for life in general. That's yeah. (laughs) You know what, Henry? That's so true. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that was it for this little impromptu episode. Thank you all. Yep. Thanks all for listening. Love you guys. Feel boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when it come on. Everybody looking for a dance, throw the run on. If you're-